0: he's just a really funny guy uh but earlier this week he got his skabushka edition shorty ground force mug and he was very excited about that so don't forget to have fun that's a big part of what tesla q is all about the TeslaQ podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended for and should not be used as financial, investment, or trading advice. Research associated with fiscal decisions should be conducted elsewhere. The host of the show possesses no license or credentials to warrant accepting advice based on what is heard on the Tesla Q podcast. Additionally, even though the host and guests may hold positions in companies discussed on the show, they don't have insights into the next time step of the simulation. Therefore, do not make any financial decisions based on the contents of this podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 31 of the Tesla Q podcast. This episode is going to be titled The Sunset of Solar City. Question mark. This episode is mostly speculative, not based on any concrete knowledge. It's going to be off the cuff. I don't have any notes in front of me. Uh, before we get started, if you want to be a contributor to the podcast, go to patreoncom Podcast and become a monthly contributor. Or if you want to make a one-time contribution, you can go to Square, the Square Cash app, and you can reach that at cashme Podcast. If you don't actually want to download the app. So, as I was taking a shower earlier today, I had a quick quick thought about possibly doing an episode of this title and theme and I'd almost forgotten about it, but then this evening on Twitter, I saw that a Tesla Q account has again been suspended. This time it's Gavrin. It's at Raven rave uh, He's been a, a key contributing member of Tesla Q Twitter. A couple of his main contributions are that he runs the uh, Tesla Q time clock, which is kind of like the uh, Bulletin of Atomic Sciences doomsday clock and counts down to to when the world is going to end, basically, when Tesla's world is going to end. That's, that's one of his main contributions. Another is that he's kept good track when, of, of when accounts get suspended or uh, people get unfollowed under the radar. Uh, funny, funny things that go on with Twitter. And now his account has been suspended. If you'll remember back to a few prior suspensions of note, uh, one in particular was when Elon Bachman was suspended after posting the spreadsheet of deaths associated with wrecks involving Tesla vehicles. I did an episode on that about a month or so ago. Another one that hasn't been mentioned on the podcast yet uh, was when last of the last of the Elonians. it's at telonians is the Twitter handle he was suspended shortly after an excellent thread where he c- predicted that Tesla was going to be shifting their strategy to robo taxis which lo and behold that ended up happening so Gavrin actually made a tweet last night which was part of why I had the thought in the shower to possibly do a new episode uh he had a couple different tweets, but the the general gist of them was that he he was speculating that Tesla may soon be shutting down their Solar City division. Apparently, there uh, there have been some employ- Tesla employee communications associated with something, some sort of announcement that's going to happen. And apparently, it's been pushed back two different times, one uh, for the capital raise, and then apparently this week, Elon wasn't ready for it or something and i saw earlier just a little bit ago tonight elon tweeted that they're gonna launch spacex is going to be launching 60 starlink satellites sometime next week probably so he's probably busy with that that may be part of why he's busy i, I really don't know and uh so basically though the tweets last night from Gavrin, they were in the midst of a what turned into a really entertaining thread on Twitter that had many different branches offshooting, and many different discussions about different things. None of any particular note to Tesla's business or anything, but there was a lot of entertainment involved because one of our favorite mainstream news or semi-mainstream news personalities decided to chime in for whatever reason. Uh, he was apparently riding in a limo last night and wanted to be on Twitter and chime in. So there were a lot of discussions. I, I recall that Polixenes tried to extend an olive branch and have a grown-up adult conversation with him, but he, of course, reverted to his typical hot pockets, living in your mom's basement shtick. So if, if you don't know who I'm talking about, then you probably haven't been on Tesla Q Twitter very long and haven't been paying attention, but uh, he, he likes to drop scoops. And if you still don't know who I'm talking about, I'm sorry, yeah, uh, you'll, you'll just have to figure it out somehow. His scoops haven't often come to fruition, but as part of this speculation about whether Tesla might be sunsetting their solar city division in the near future, there's a few things to keep in mind. One main thing is the term loan that's due in June, and there's about 165 million dollars due, it's currently paying an interest rate of 6.1 percent. It had been due August, or not August, April 30th. Before that, it had been due in January. Before that, it had been due in December of 2018. So it's been pushed back three times now since December of 2018. I don't know if it it may have been due before December 2018. Before that, I, I really don't know. I wasn't paying that much attention to it at that point. But as of now, it's due in June of 2019, hundred and sixty four hundred sixty five million dollars and of course that is something like seven seven or eight percent of the amount that Tesla just raised with their new capital raise so are they going to default on that payment are they going to push it out again or are they actually going to make the payment Uh, maybe they'll make it they also have a lot of uh, a lot of accounts payable that are due so A lot of their raise is probably going to the accounts payable. I noticed a tweet just earlier today from Tesla Charts, and I'm recording this on May the 11th, 2019, where Tesla Charts speculated that most of their raise is going to be going to accounts payable and that they're probably going to have to look at raising money again in July. That might be a little soon. It may not be till August or September. And of course, it's highly dependent on how many sales they make the rest of may and june and what sales prices they can get and actually just before i started recording this episode the last tweet that i noticed was that apparently tesla is starting to push their lease program quite a bit more even though it has pretty horrific finances for them and not sure that anybody gets the federal income tax credit if a vehicle's leased but perhaps they're just that desperate and aren't selling enough vehicles that they they need to do that to get cash in the door. I, I really don't know. Back to Solar City though, you might be asking, well, why? Why would they shut this division of their company down that that gives them optionality? They can be a company that provides solar panels so that people can generate their own electricity for their own Tesla vehicles and they can have power walls and and even have power at night from their very own solar panel array on their roof. It's awesome. It's the coolest thing ever. You can be self-sustaining, be free of the grid, blah, blah, blah. But solar, of course, has many, many physical limitations. The most obvious one that a fifth grader or a five-year-old even could probably explain to you is that every day, without fail, the sunsets. That's the most obvious thing to say ever. Uh, but with solar power, it has to be said. So obviously you're not generating solar power at night because there's no sun. Yes, there are power walls that you can buy from Tesla or the same type of a, a product from many other companies. But that costs some money. You got to have your inverters and all that stuff. So on an overall system cost basis, it's not, not yet cost effective. So that's, that's one reason. Uh, if, you'll, if, if you've been on Twitter and saw and paid attention to the 30 charts in 30 minutes after Tesla's earnings announcements, one of my favorite charts, it's hard to, hard to pick just one favorite, but one of my favorite charts from, from that grouping every quarter is the, uh, the megawatts installed by SolarCity. And since Tesla acquired SolarCity, that number has been steadily declining. So I think think in the last quarter that Tesla reported, I think they were down to 47 megawatts installed. That's me trying to recall off the top of my head. So that might not be right. So apologies if it's not right. But the clear trend has been a decrease. So you might say, well, once they get their solar tiles up and running, they're they're going to reaccelerate and start growing again, but they still don't have their solar tiles going, even though that was demonstrate quote unquote demonstrated back in the fall of 2016. It's still not available as a, a mainstream product. I, I think they have made something like a dozen installations, but it's not a wide it's not a widely available mainstream product. The Buffalo Gigafactory 2, again I should say quote Gigafactory 2 because apparently they're not making giga amounts of, of much of anything there, is not, not producing a whole lot. They may or may not be at their employment numbers that they need to meet to reach what their agreement was with the state of New York of, of having a minimum number of employees. In general, the, the solar business just is not not so much a material part of Tesla's overall business. And with their shift to the robo-taxi strategy, that may become more and more the case. So last night, after I saw the tweets from Gavin that, that suggested that maybe Tesla would be shutting down their solar city division, I, I made a tweet that was hypothetical questions. The first question was, What kind of massaging of messaging could Elon accomplish with a wind down of solar city to make it seem less bad than, than it obviously will sound and answers to that. I don't know. I mean, I was looking for other people to chime in. And also my second question was how much extra runway could Tesla eke out by winding down solar city? So If they default on that June term loan, that saves them $165 million, which, based on the estimates that I've seen, that would get them just under four weeks worth of payroll that they could meet. So, depending on other financial implications, maybe it would save them four weeks of cash burn. I don't know. They'll probably have some penalties to pay. They'll probably have to take some charges if they do decide to shut down Solar City. so... I, I don't know they there's a lot of they they have a ton of contracts associated with their with the Solar City division uh, leases the the whole Solar City operation was in, a very odd it's based on odd arrangements of twenty plus years in in a lot of cases I think where they owned the the solar array I think and they some they somehow got the credits for the generation and uh, it was. I I never fully wrapped my head around the entire business model so I'm I'm not a good one to to speak to it. If you're interested in learning about Solar City's business model, Investigator has has posted a lot of good tweets about it over the I guess probably over the years. I think he's been posting on Seeking Alpha for a number of years and knows the Solar City business a lot better than I do. Also, if you haven't ever read the thread from June of 2018 from Tesla Charts about the Solar City acquisition, I highly recommend reading it. There's a a re, repurposing of it on the teslaq.org website which evacuation boy you'll probably listen to this. That site needs to be fixed in some way cuz it shows up as not being safe under a lot of browsers, so I don't know what you guys need to do to get that fixed, but it is difficult to navigate to that site even just from my personal cell phone. So that would be an improvement to the teslaq.org site. So yeah, if you haven't ever read that thread to know about all the shenanigans that went on when Tesla acquired quote unquote or bailed out is a better term, solar city, definitely go read that. Couple responses to my tweet tonight of interest. Uh, Larry Sabin, who has been a a patron to the show, said that shutting down Solar City would be an admission of failure. Since Solar City is almost never discussed, I'm not sure the cult is aware of their dramatic decline. That, plus defaulting on any debt, would disrupt the demigod status of Musk. I would expect a leg down in the Tesla's share price. And Ed McCabe, who has been on the show before, said that he agrees with Larry and that a default on any debt, whether it's recourse debt or non-recourse debt, would be a big problem for the share price. Then somebody named Anthony Kent, I don't know who that is, just said, it would kill the multiple of Tesla, the armor would be shown to be hollow and weak. And then Risk and Chips on Twitter said that he he wasn't sure, but there was the possibility that defaulting on the June Solar City loan might cause some trouble with either the China, maybe with the Chinese financing with the asset backed loan and maybe with the twenty twenty five bonds, aka the Ross bonds. And that there might be a, a chain of defaults that occur if if there's a singular default. So there's there's a lot of open questions as to whether whether it would actually be a net financial benefit in the near term for Tesla to shut down Solar City. In the long term, the Solar City business is not with its current trajectory, it's not gonna do anything to to provide positive finances for Tesla. The, the Tesla fanboys will continue to say that it helps them to be able to provide an end-to-end clean energy solution and all that stuff, uh, but from a pure numbers basis, based on the recent trajectory and based on an assumption that the solar roof tiles are not going to become a mainstream product, it looks to me like Solar City is never going to add much to Tesla's value. If Tesla's primary strategy is going to be to shift to having robo-taxis, City does not fit into that very well, other than the meager amount of electricity that you can generate on a home solar system. And with the, with the solar tiles, I, I think I recall that the price for such a roof was something like $70,000, which they said it would ultimately be cheaper than a conventional roof, but I'm pretty sure they're not near that point so far so whether they can ever get there it's a big question mark so we'll see what happens with solar city if if it does start to get wound down over the next few weeks there may be a few i told you so's to to be had if there is any indication that they're starting to wind it down it'll probably be relatively quiet as i really doubt that elon can have any successful messaging about the situation to help quell any share price drop that would be associated with it, but it's gonna be fun to watch. Just to wrap up, don't forget about the ongoing fundraiser for Skabushka. he's good for now, plenty of money raised. There's also two other fundraisers on GoFundMe that are out there. There's the one for Carlos Aranda, who's a Tesla worker who has had some issues with getting Tesla to actually follow up with workers comp and then there's also christina balan who is fighting against tesla and has been mistreated pretty pretty badly from what i can tell so there's gofundme accounts for both of them you can find them on twitter and also if you want to be a patron to this podcast go to patreon.com slash tesla q podcast and if you'd like some excellent shorty merchandise go to evacuationboy.com and if you want to watch some funny videos of of uh someone who really enjoys his new Shorty Ground Force mug, check out Tesla polls on Twitter. Watch some of his videos. I was cracking up just a little bit ago before I recorded this episode. Uh, he's just a really funny guy. Uh, but earlier this week, he got his Skabushka edition Shorty Ground Force mug and he was very excited about that. So don't forget to have fun. That's a big part of what Tesla Q's all about, is having fun, having a good sense of humor, being able to laugh at yourself, which some people aren't able to do <coughs> mr casparino um but just don't forget to have fun now that the weather's getting warmer in the northern hemisphere don't forget to go outside enjoy some good weather tesla is probably not gonna imminently file for bankruptcy within the next three months at least uh we'll we'll see what happens during that time period but don't spend too much time on twitter but when you're there have fun be good be a good person on Twitter. Be friendly to everybody. And with that, we'll call this episode number 31 of the Tesla Q podcast. Bye bye.